back here on the First Cut Podcast with Kyle Porter. I'm Chip Patterson. That's Kyle Porter. We're coming off the Shriners with TPC Summerlin, where it wasn't just, as Kyle Porter just told me before I hit the little record button, it wasn't just a mid-November good leaderboard. Kyle, it was a great leaderboard. Bryson DeChambeau, lots to get into uh, with him. I've got some questions, as we always like to do, regarding their... uh, (laughs) Their, their future, and uh, also the, the controversy that seems to be following DeChambeau along the way. But, you know, what did it feel like to get a little pinch of, uh, you know, some of the best golfers in the world all going at it? And we will get to Justin Rose, num- new number one in the world, after his win at the Turkish Airlines Open. Does that sound right? That sounds right. Okay. <laughs> so, we're, I mean, it was a good golf weekend. How about that? Good golf weekend. It, it was. The leaderboard at... Uh in Vegas was was terrific. I mean, Spieth kind of fell out of the mix, but you had uh, Fowler shot a 63 on Sunday. You had Cantlay and DeChambeau kind of going back and forth. Uh, you had uh, – who else was up there? Uh, Cameron Champ was up there in the, in the week after um, his first victory in, in Mississippi. You had Siwoo was up there a little bit. So, yeah, it, it was it was fun to see. I, I, I'm, I can't really tell, like – it would be, and there's no way to really quantify this, but I'm curious if it feels like these leaderboards are bigger and better at this time of year because there's a bigger pool of stars than there was, say, four or eight years ago, or just because in this particular year, more guys, uh, more of the top guys played in it. I, I, I sort of feel like the pool of stars at the top of the PJ Tour is expanding a little bit. Sure. Um, I'm not positive about that, but that's just sort of the feel I get as I kind of look at and evaluate these fall events year over year. That is absolutely a credit to a solid, uh, a, a bigger and larger elite tier, and then the tier right below it also being pretty strong because um, you start to, to move it over into other sports and, and you start to think about, you know, what are the what are the – Sometimes it's not always the top five teams in the country that'll have uh, you and a friend looking at the schedule and be like, "Ooh, that's a good game. You got to get to that one." But when you've got a really healthy, strong group at the top, like you do in golf, unlike what you do in college football right now, uh, you, <laughs> I mean, because I'm thinking about it in contrast to that, right? Where it's like no one believes that um, you know the number fifteen team in the country is the fifteenth best team in the country because no mm-hmm. one really feels like anyone's good. It's the opposite in golf where you can talk yourself into rolling through. It's like, a, ooh, and look, we got, uh, you know, we've we've got a Siwoo Kim up in the mix or, or you know, we've got a Cameron Champ. And, and to be able to add those to the, the known competitors and even the known competitors being new, I mean, it's, uh, it's an exciting time for golf. I don't think that that take is far off at all. Well, I, and I think that's a good point about the everything is based off of the number one, right? So, yes. like, right now... Right now you've got uh, – I mean, every week it's changing. It's already changed for next week, and we haven't even gotten there yet. No matter oh, what happens right. this Oh, that's right. Brooks week. is going to get it just by starting. Yeah. yeah. Uh. No, not even – I don't even think he's playing. He's just going to get it. What? Yeah. So it just – it one of the weeks – whatever week fell off the back end <laughs> of the <laughs> – It's a rolling – we're treating this like APR. It's it's crazy, but he's going to become the, the number one again next week. But to your point, like – when you have an Alabama in college football, it just, it diminishes, it makes everybody else look bad, even though they're probably not historically speaking, 
we have a tiger at the top in golf, it makes everybody, it just diminishes everybody else's star power. And so when you don't have a tiger and when you don't have an Alabama, then everybody else, it, it sort of unintentionally is a, a, like raises everyone's level. I mean, I, I, I do think golf is better now than when tiger was like in the, in the thick of it. But like even the way that Tiger is covered now, he he's certainly still given the most attention. But at the same time, like <clears throat> because he's not as dominant as he used to be, because he's not far and away the number one guy in the world, he's in some ways sort of just lumped into all these other stars: Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, all the guys on the PGA Tour, and. That's a really interesting thing because I think it goes back to his on-course play, like you were, like he, kind of like you were talking about with with Alabama. Yeah, the uh, right now I was just trying to think. So right now is Tiger Woods Ohio State or is he USC? I think he's Ohio State. <laughs> he's I don't know. He's from he's from Cali. He might be USC. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's true. He he might. He might actually be Stanford, which is still looking for yeah. uh, some consistency right now. All right, so how about this? Bryson DeChambeau, four wins in his last 12 starts. Sustainable, yes or no? <laughs> by the way, how did, how did Bryson not go to Stanford? Just by, like, basic fit? <laughs> like, that would have been so perfect for him, right? Too perfect. Too uh, perfect. I, I, I like him as a renegade out of SMU. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you uh, if, if Bryson had been Bryson coming out of college and he had been from Stanford, I would not have gravitated to him as early as I did with the fact that he was coming from SMU. I'll say that. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. That's. It's a good point. It added. It adds to his oddball brand. If he came from one the, of the golf powerhouses, it's not as much. All the students at SMU like rolling around in their Range Rovers and eating lunch at La Madeline next to the <laughs> football field down here are. He's a he's a pretty stark contrast to to those uh, fellow students. But now uh, I'm selling Bryson stock. How about that for a take? I like it. It's, I'm selling it. It's too high. He's he's really good. I mean, he's I, and you know I went I wrote a piece on Monday. I went back and looked. He he missed. He had 31 starts last year. Last year, not five years ago. Last last season, 16-17, he had 31 starts. He missed 16 cuts. Or he uh, he missed what was it? He missed a combined 16 cuts and and WDs. Whatever it was, he he finished fewer tournaments than he started, or fewer, he finished fewer tournaments than he didn't. Yeah, but the general trajectory was pretty good throughout the year in terms of building yes. up to the win. Was it at uh, the Memorial? Was no, that it? it? Was at, uh, it was John Deere last year and the Memorial this year. But even, I would, like in, in the context of this year, I kind of felt like he was in the mix for, I don't know, three or four tournaments in the months in that sort of spring season before we really got into the summer. He wins at the Memorial, yeah. and that kind of kickstarts the strong finish to the year. Yeah, it, it's it's been interesting though because his I mean his year has been like the hockey stick growth in terms of like what you would expect from you know like we always talk about like businesses or startups you see the hockey stick growth later on not early and his is like fail fail early and then boom win four times in a year and you're like wait a second like this is supposed to be an elongated rise like that's that's the golf growth it's not a, it's never a hockey stick 
curve. Like, it, I mean, with Tiger it was, but like Tiger never really failed either. Tiger won in like his third event. Bryson failed a lot early, and then he won a ton like right after that. That that that's kind of weird to me. Like, I I don't I don't totally know what to do with that. But the the stats add up. The pedigree adds up. He's a USAM champ. He's an NCAA champ. His strokes gained T to green, top ten uh, on the PGA Tour last season. So it's not it's not a fluke that he's winning. It's just so interesting to me that a year after he misses sixteen cuts, he wins four times. That has to be pretty historically uh, unprecedented in in terms of PGA Tour guys. Do you feel like you're also selling stock because Lay Artiste has become too self aware? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he has. What, what was he? he what I mean, was he talking? He was talking about the like resistance friction of fiberglass, and I mean we can go ahead and and dive into the leaving the pin in, but uh, but I mean that the, some of the, the comments recently have looked a little bit like he's he's leaning into it hard. Yeah, I I just part of me thinks he's just like that, like not crazy, but he's just that much in his head, like he like. I could be convinced that he is not as self-aware as it would appear that he is. What is his? He I has just, he has a neurological arresting neurological calmness or something. So there was this quote I tweeted it out after he won Shriners, and he was talking about how he creates black space right. in his brain. Right, I saw the video, <laughs> and he's only able to see his hands, his arms, whatever. And he goes through this like three paragraph thing. And it was just, it was, it was hilarious because you get to the end of it and somebody tweeted this at me and said, uh, I think he's just saying he visualizes a shot, which is literally <laughs> what, what every other player on the PGA, which is what literally every other player on the PGA Tour does as well. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much all he said. So he, he, he does stay on brand very well, but I think part of it is that he thinks that that, all that stuff helps him. And if he thinks that, then it probably does. Um, but yeah, the the thing you're talking about with the pin was uh, coefficient of restitution. Get out of here. See, yeah, I'm, it's see, it's a lot. This is like when uh, when Taylor Swift came out with the bad album when she said the old Taylor was dead and put her face on all the UPS trucks, and it was just a little bit too calculated. Yeah, kind of feel like we're going through that. We're going to go through that season. Uh, or at least it might not be a whole season, but I definitely, I, I can jump on board with your sell stock in that we're, there, there's bound to be a, a market correction on what we're seeing right now. And if you're signed up for the entertainment of uh, Bryson blowups, of which we've also seen, then your prediction would suggest we've got a few of those uh, coming up as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he handles success because I mean, I wrote this, but he's in the he's in the tier now in terms of like when you go when you when they play Tory in January and if he plays, then it's like he's in the top 5 favorites there no matter who's playing. He's and, no, he's number 5 in the world right now. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think people are going to get to January and turn on golf and be like, wait, Bryson's number four in the world? How'd that happen? Right. Because like after the PGA, people kind of check out and like they're just not as locked in as they are. Like people are seriously going to be watching in the lead up to the Masters and wonder who, not who he is, but like how how this happened. Because he won three of his events 
three of his 2018 wins came after the PGA Championship, two two playoffs and and Shriners. But I mean, he's I don't know. Uh, Jeff Shackelford had this had this really good post about how in each of his five wins on the PGA Tour, he has more wins by the way than Ricky Fowler in his career. In each of his five wins, he's gotten his strokes gain from tee to green has gotten better. Like he was, I think, ninth last week at Shriners. His win before that, he was 11th. His win before that, he was 15th. Uh, so he's he's statistically, anyway, relying not very heavily on putting, which is, is sustainable. So maybe I shouldn't be selling my stock. Um, he's just, I mean, he's a really, really good ball striker, and and we're seeing that in the fact that he's won four times this year. No, uh, Justin Tom, excuse me, Bryson has gotten to five wins on the PGA Tour faster than Justin Thomas. Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, and obviously Fowler, who is still at four wins. Over under top 10, mm, over under top five major finishes in 2019, Bryson DeChambeau, 0.5. I'll go over. I I think, I thought you were going to say 1.5, which would have been hard. Um, I think he'll have, I think he'll have one. I just, I want to see it at a major, you know. That's, I'm saying Bryson's Bryson's got some Virginia basketball to him, you know. Mm. He's going to stack yeah. up a lot of wins with these regular events. But I don't. I mean, what does do we have any in his in his very limited track record? You know, I don't have it pulled up right now. But do do we think of Bryson as one of the major, uh, one one of the real threats at the Masters or at the U.S. Open or at the PGA? Well, it's interesting because his best ever finish was a T15 at the 16 US Open at Oakmont that DJ won. Right. And he actually he had to qualify uh into that via sectional qualifying. He wasn't qualified. He he actually was qualified as an amateur, but then he turned pro after that year's Masters and uh disqualified himself from from playing in the US Open as an amateur obviously. So he had to qualify via sectionals. Finished T15, but I think his best chance to win a major was actually as an amateur in that year's Masters. Do you remember that? He I was did. like, he was either leading or like tied for the lead going to 18 on Friday, and he hit it way out to the left on 18. I think he made bogey or double bogey, and he, he didn't really recover from that on the weekend. He was kind of in it, but not really. Uh, and he finished, I think, T20 or T21. Uh, at that Masters, which obviously uh, Danny Willett went on to win as Spieth collapsed, but that was pretty crazy because that was really that th- that was really the only major that I truly remember him from in terms of being in the mix, being in the hunt, and even then it wasn't on the weekend. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I, I set it at point five because I don't I, d- I don't look at him as uh, when it's major time and when you and I are cycling back for another edition of the podcast and we're having to to write out our expert picks i just i just don't have him i don't have him on my radar and in my fantasy golf or my golf pool i'm probably fading him because he's going to have a high value because of his world ranking but a low expectation of payoff i just uh i don't know it, how about how about this how tough about tough more? for me to get all the way on board how about that yeah that's fair um and it's not again like it's not like a fake top five in the world like he's won legitimate events memorials legit and these playoff events are legit and again the stats are there i just um i don't know i want to see it 
at a major. I want to see it in the. I want to see it more like in the heart of the golf season. We we saw Billy Horschel go on that run in the FedEx Cup playoffs, and and Billy Horschel's a good player, but he's not like a top five in the world player, right? And so I I, I don't know. I, I would I would like to see it more in the, in the heart of the. And that's not to take away from anything he's done. Obviously, getting to five wins in seventy one PGA Tour events is that's that's awesome. That's impressive. Um, but in terms of like just the talent pool at the top right now, I'd like to see him have some success. I'd like to see him have a top 10 at a major. I mean, it's a Patrick Reed thing, right? Yeah. Um, which means he'll probably win the masters next year. But, uh, how about this more wins in 2018, 19. So there's already, he's already had one, but more wins, uh, between Bryson and Fowler combined or Jordan speed. Bryson and Fowler combined. I might go on the other side of that. Do you are you, is is one of the? Do you think Jordan Spieth's about to hit it? I don't know. Yeah, um, see, I don't think Jordan Spieth's about to hit the gas, and I think that you've got more of a chance of Bryson, whose game seems to be peaking, Fowler, who went super low on Sunday, uh, just stringing together a hot week and getting it done. Yeah, I you're you're putting the two of them combined wins up against Jordan Spieth. And Jordan Spieth, you already have said three wins in a major. Like that's the expectation. I yeah. I, I think that I think Fowler and DeChambeau combined twenty eighteen nineteen can get to three or four wins. Yeah, that's probably fair. I don't know what to do with Speed. I'm I'm buying like if if anybody is selling Speed stock, I'm buying all of it. <laughs> I don't I think want, it's I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, you're I talking it, about potentially. Yeah, you're talking about the potential goat. Yeah, you've made an industry of buying up the, the <laughs> buying up the the ones you have labeled the chosen ones. Yeah, I. <laughs> who else's stock have I bought recently? It no, probably hadn't gone well. I no, I I, I felt like you were in on Rory early. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I wasn't really covering golf whenever he like first was like but among the golf illuminati isn't he recognized as your guy uh yeah well i don't know he's kind of he's kind of shared among the golf illuminati okay everybody's kind of on like a different corner of the same rory town because then there's there's a dj camp i think i might sell dj yeah I don't know. He his, his it's so weird and and we were talking about this thing with parody like these guys that have I and I talk about this all the time so people probably get sick of it but these guys that have one major Dustin Johnson has one major. He has the same number of majors as Sean McKeel. Yeah. And Brooks Kep, Brooks Kepka has two more than him. Justin Rose has one major. But Justin there's, Thomas has one major. There's also just like there, there is the, there are those numbers, but then there's also the impact. I mean, according to the official record, Reggie Bush didn't win a Heisman, but I saw it, and I'm never <laughs> gonna forget it. And like, you know, one way or another, DJ has done things and has had wins and has had like ridiculous wins and in incredible yeah. months. Like the golf that he has strung together for me as somebody who has lived in this era and been a fan of this era of golf, DJ's impact is is going to outlast his one major status. I think about that USC Fresno state game all the time. 
You do? <laughs> or are you in a good, in a Fresno Statey kind of way? No, it was the one where, um, wasn't that the one where he was running down, Reggie Bush was running down the sideline and just stopped and then went back the other way and scored? Oh. Do you remember that? I mean, I, I don't have the specific uh, game, but yes, I'm, I, I can pull it up and I will when we get off here. <laughs> I loved Reggie Bush. Okay, well then un- I just I just hit it on the head. You, he was you, unbelievable. Yeah, no, I mean that's like you're just not gonna. They 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 announced that he, they were stripping the Heisman Trophy from him, and I don't even think I was working at that point. I might have just been a fan. I definitely wasn't working for CBS, and I was like, mm, don't care. I saw it. It happened. Yeah, I think I think Reggie Bush might be. I think Rory might be Reggie Bush. Might end up being Reggie Bush. How so? Well, because like he this apex is just he just has this obscene apex, and then he goes on to have like a the rest of his career is good, but it's never like legendary, right? And you're and you're like, look, I I know what I watched, and you're you're always trying to tell like younger people about what you watched, <laughs> like no, trust me, like I watched this, it was it was unreal. Like, you don't understand. It didn't make a lot of sense for him to try and pitch that ball. He should have just gone down. But it was insane. Yeah. 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 That whole deal. Uh, I don't know how we got on Reggie Bush and Rory McIlroy. Be- oh, because oh, because uh, even though the official record says uh, one thing, a.k.a. Reggie Bush didn't win a Heisman, I saw it and it had an impact. And even though, you know, centuries from now, if all they care about is major wins and they just see Dustin Johnson won, I lived it. If you if you un- cryogenically freeze my body, I will tell you about the time when D- <laughs> DJ strung together three one three wins in the month of January and was the hottest golfer in the world headed into the Masters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is true, and he's like he's like the poster boy for for this generation of hits it forever, um, super athletic. Like he's just like the. Uh, I don't know if he's like the gold standard, but he's kind of the guy that everybody's m- measured by, I think. Even when you have guys like Spieth and Brooks Kepko with more wins, he's just sort of like this benchmark for everybody else. Like wins a ton, always consistent. He's number one in like so many different categories. So I, I think that's a good point. Like it's not all about major wins, even if it feels like it sometimes. Here at Top Golf, we do lessons differently. Our certified instructors not only help you improve your game, but they want you to have a great time too. And that is what you can do with Top Golf Coach. Book a lesson today at topgolf.com slash lessons, and you'll have an opportunity to sip, snack, swing, and play better with Top Golf Coach. We cannot guarantee that these lessons at Top Golf will be able to uh, get your game like Dustin Johnson, but you can have as much fun as Dustin Johnson does because that is what you can do with all the amenities at Top Golf. So it's everything that you would normally do at Top Golf, but also with an instructor, a certified instructor who wants you to get better and have fun. Book a lesson with one of those certified instructors today at topgolf.com slash lessons. Once again, that is topgolf.com slash lessons. Um, all right, so what what other Shriners takeaways do we have before we get to – we haven't even gotten to Justin Rose. Let's, let's, finish, let's wrap up Shriners. Yeah, uh, Siwoo Kim finished number one in the field in strokes gained putting and didn't win. That's not going to happen very often. 
Uh, I know everybody's super concerned about my Siwoo strokes gain stats, but um, I don't know. Spieth was disappointing on the weekend. It, it, I feel like he just like keeps trying to talk himself into playing well, and he just hasn't been. I think that's pretty disconcerting. He's getting married in a few weeks or a month or I don't know. He's getting married at some point uh, between now and next year. Couldn't you see? Couldn't you see? I was going to say, couldn't you just imagine Jordan Spieth getting overwhelmed with wedding preparation? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, well, gosh, I don't know. Well, gosh, I don't know. (laughs) Well, darn it, I don't know. (laughs) That's that's a hundred percent happening, probably right now. Right. I don't know, Michael. What do you think here? Uh, Which flowers? He can't decide between flowers without having a 30-minute conversation with Michael Greller. Flowers, tables, chairs, just nightmare scenario for Jordan Spieth <laughs> in his head. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm on the board. Is, the wedding's like nine hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, yeah, I, I don't care. Uh, just for the LOLs, I am on board. Normally... I mock the, uh, oh, he's getting married right now. It, it could be a distraction. But with Jordan Spieth, I am on board with <laughs> forcing this in, if only for the LOLs of imagining no, that he's getting really stressed out by all the planning. Well, yes, that's true. But where I was going with that is I think that, like, I think he just needs to, like, go away for a while and just, like, forget that he's a professional golfer and then come back and pick the clubs up and just be Jordan Spieth. I mean, it's not like it's not like he he was like on a Billy Horschel heater where it was like a month long and it's like, man, can can this guy keep this up? Like this is who like 2000 whatever 13 through 17, that's who he is. Like that's just what he is as a professional golfer and then he wasn't in 2018 and I think it I think it just kind of snowballed on him and I think he thinks that as well. Um, so I don't know. I kind of want to see him play well this week at, at Mexico going into 2019 because of all the guys at the top, I think you could make the argument that him and Rory are, are the guys that are kind of trending in the wrong direction. Not like hard. It's not like they're like running the other way, but they're just kind of like, they're not going the same way as like Bryson and, and Brooks and JT and those guys are right. So who else is in that trending in the right direction? So, because I, I think I'm with you. I was just thinking Brooks, JT, Bryson, and you know, if we're only talking about guys at the top, I don't think you can include uh, a Tony Finau or someone else like that. But in the wrong direction, you've got Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy. <laughs> you know, do we even consider Ricky part of that top tier still? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think Rose. Oh, uh, Rose. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Trending in the right direction, 100%. I mean, he's been, his last 12, 13, uh, 14 months really has been unbelievable. I mean, he, he's had 21 events worldwide this year. He's finished, uh, he's won two of them, second and three of them, third and two of them, and, and uh, f- finished between fourth and tenth seven times. So that's... 14 top 10 finishes in 21 events in 2018 gracious that's obscene i mean that's that's unbelievable 
Does and it, that's how that's how he finished last year too, and that's why he's number one in the world. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that Justin Rose is looked at uh, right now? Like where you mentioned that just because of the algorithm, Brooks Kepka is about to take it over of of the players near the top of the world rankings right now. It looks like we're about to enter a time where they're going to be passing it around back and forth. Who among the group do you have the most confidence to run away with it uh, and and hold it for the lo- like the longest period of time? JT. Wow. Okay. Nice. Just because a heater, like he's the most capable. Justin Rose is your consistency, right? Just yeah. not yeah. always converting into wins. Justin Thomas is the other side where it feels like if he wins once he could run off three in a row yeah like if justin thomas wins like the masters in u.s open to start 2019 i'd be like yeah yeah i'd sure i mean i think i i just think that he's that good and i think i think the confidence is there i mean you look at his numbers i i should i need to pull him up like he is and i think i mentioned this last week He's like top 25 in every category on the PGA Tour. Like that doesn't, that can't happen. And yet it's happening with him. And I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really impressed by that. Uh, we'll see if it keeps up. Right. Oh, are you selling? No, 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 no. I'm not selling. I, I think that J, I like your bet that JT is the one who's the most likely to jump out, grab number one and hold on to it for a while. I, I am a hundred percent on board with that take, but so he finished. Last year, he finished 30th off the tee, third in approaching the green, so iron play, 19th around the green, 44th in putting, so it's okay, not great, good enough for him, uh, second from tee to green, and third overall. I mean, it's, and it's the same year before, 30th off the tee, same number, Sixth approaching the green, iron play. Twenty seventh around the green, forty fifth in putting. Sixth from tee to green, and fifth overall. It's just he just doesn't have a weakness. I mean, if if your weakness is fortieth in the mid forties in putting, you're gonna win a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I just think I think he's the guy. What about um? Okay, so is that it? I guess in terms of our our battle at the top. You don't see, you already said you're selling Bryson is DJ. Does DJ have any mathematical ability to jump back in the mix? Uh, yeah, he's not that far behind. Uh, JT is actually the one that's farther out of it. Uh, than DJ DJ is pretty close to Kepka and, and to, to Rose. I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know that DJ, I think DJ just kind of, I don't know. I don't know what to make of DJ. He needs to win some majors. I think you're getting restless. I think that our, I think the democracy democratization of the stars in golf have made it so that if you go quiet for a little bit, we get restless. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. And I mean, I'm talking about, I'm talking about him like he's, you know, missing cuts. He's, uh, He's missed five cuts in the last three years, and uh, he's won ten times. Yeah, so he has twice as many wins as he does miss cuts. So, don't listen to me. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I just I think we sit around and we're like, all right, now what do you have to say? Now what do you have to say? Now what do you have to say? 
And just like Dustin Johnson in real life, sometimes he doesn't have a lot to say. Sometimes, yeah, yeah sometimes he's just like, nah, man, this, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. I mean, yeah. there, there is a general distaste in your mouth, Kyle, whether you realize it or not, with pretty much anyone associated with the Ryder Cup. So we need to understand <laughs> that you need to work that out of your system. You need to well, give these guys room to respond and grow from that moment. Here, here's the, yeah, here's the thing. I think that like because DJ is so much older than somebody like JT, I just think he's more fully formed. And with JT, it, it, there's at least the illusion there that he could get a lot better. Because he's only played in whatever, 16 majors or 14 majors or whatever it is. And DJ's played in like 40 or 50 of them. Right. It's like, I mean, it's like what a freshman uh, college quarterback could be versus like a senior. Right. You're like, well, this, the senior is who he is. It's like, it's like Kelly Bryant and Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Kelly Bryant is who he is. You're like, wow, they might be pretty close to the same right now, but Trevor Lawrence is 18 years old, and this is unbelievable. And I, there's, like, it just seems less likely that Trevor Lawrence is going to stay where he's at than Kelly Bryant is. Uh, what are our expectations from Mexico this weekend? Or what are um, we looking for? I don't know. I, uh, Spieth. And Fowler, I mean, they're obviously kind of headlining the field. But you know the guy that I'm really interested in? He's had really quietly uh, five or six top fives in a, or top tens in a row is, um, is Gary Woodland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. He's been awesome. Okay. He's been, he, he's, been, he's been really good. And he's a guy that he seems older than he is. He's only played um, – I think he's played about the same number of PGA Tour events as Ricky Fowler. And yet we think of Fowler. Fowler is like age-wise a lot younger than him or four years or something. But in terms of experience and all that stuff, uh, Woodland is not like a 300 or 400 event guy. So I think there's still some room to, to, to get a little bit better there. Gary Woodland came into the picture during what I have referred to on here before as the dark years of United States golf, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, isn't that kind of when he <laughs> emerges uh, in that class with like a Ricky or a Bubba or a, uh, even like early DJ? Isn't that yeah. sort of his, that's sort of his high school class, I guess? Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's thirty three years old. Bubba's older. Uh, DJ's about his age. Ricky's a little younger. I'm trying. Webb is is his age. Yeah. Um, kind of that that crew. May, Hunter Mayhan's a little bit older, I think. Um, but yeah, kind of the the like, early to mid thirties. Like Gary Woodland was a little bit butt hurt that he didn't get in the Golf Boys video. <laughs> I don't know, Gary. Don't, Gary, if you listen to this, was. I don't know if you think that or not. I think I think he was. I think he was fine. <laughs> he was more than happy to miss the cut. I think he might have been on the right side of history there. Yeah, I. I. That's all we're trying to do. Um, <laughs> who's Who's your pick to win here? Well, I've talked about him a lot in a different context, but I've got uh, Billy Horschel winning. He's um, He's another guy. He's had I think five top. Tins and his last six starts or something like that. It's been 
uh, he's been come on kind of a him and Woodland have both been on like really quiet hot streaks. And uh, so yeah, I've got him winning in Mexico. What about a sleeper to watch? I've got Joaquin Neiman, um, my guy. I know. He turns twenty. He turns twenty today. Happy birthday, literally, Joaquin! Literally as we speak, he's twenty years old. Um, Forty to one. Just he was top. Uh, I think top fifteen last week at Shriners. And uh, yeah, forty to one's too high. I think. Um. Yeah. All right. I'm. I, I've not gotten a chance to watch. Uh, is this is this going to be on TV or am I going to have to like stream yeah, it on Twitch? Channel. Okay, Twitch. <laughs> Actually, I think Fowler will be out there with his iPhone if you want to just stream it. You know, get get him on Twitch and stream it through that. He's he, he's just going to be out there filming himself, uh, <laughs> creating black space where he only sees his arms. <laughs> I like how you used to say AKA visualizing a shot. <laughs> yeah. Black space. Okay. So good. All right. He is Kyle Porter. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me at chip underscore Patterson. Kyle, thank you very much. Thanks, chip. <laughs>